This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us that rode the pine. I'm your host Josh and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Dan and Mason versus the Benchwarmer team of Matt and Walling. That's right, it's another all-benchwarmer affair. Oops, all Dickie boys. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, no Dickie boys. (laughs) Dan and Mason, how you guys doing? And uh, let us know what your team name's going to be. All right, well, I'll go first because I I don't have a team name pretty much any time, except one time recently, apparently. But yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay, just tired, but I'm glad to... Hang out with you guys. I love teaming up, teaming up with Dan, so um, I'm excited about that. But, yeah, you're good. Wonderful. And Dan? I spent the day at a distillery today. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And yada, yada, yada. I'm drinking a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> but you yada, yada, yada over the best part. <laughs> I, I mentioned the bisque. Um, <laughs> um, for, for, and our team name for no real reason whatsoever that anyone's going to understand except for maybe a couple people that are on the show right now our team name is going to be we're excited that we're not going to pittsburgh (laughs) i I think that most people have that that same reaction (sighs) sorry for all our pittsburgh listeners including uh um david feuder david david feuder yes thank you all right and madden walling let us know how you guys are doing and what your team name is going to be. Yeah, I, I don't know either, Josh. Um, this is going to be, we're all going to have a discovery together here. Um, uh, things are good. I just drove back from a family get together. My great, or my my wife's grandfather just turned 95. And so we, we had a, a get together in the, in the old folks home where they had a bowling alley. All you could bowl uh for free which meant and and all of my kids left with intact digits so i consider it a parenting win for the weekend nice uh even though nolan was whipping in like an eight pound <laughs> it, nolan pretty much was having a competition with himself to see how many times he could hit the bumpers on the way down and still have it make the make it all the way down and i think his record was like six times so. that's impressive impressive yeah he's got real cannon on him matt what's our team name uh yeah, so <laughs> I was I was just trying to edit here. So um what I decided to do for a team name because I'm terrible at picking team names is I figured let's go ahead and ask uh chat GPT. <laughs> no, uh, oh no. What we should do for a team name. So let me type in here. Chat roulette. So no <laughs> no, 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 no no that'd be um so be a helicopter. Pun sports trivia team name. Let's see what they come up with. Wordplay Warriors? No, that's lame. <laughs> we kind of thought it was going to be lame going in. So, I mean. So without the without the pun, what's just called sports trivia team names. So here's the op- the options that you have wanting to pick from. I'm not going to do all okay. 15. Let's do the top six or something. Okay. So the All-Star Brains, the Trivia Champs, the Sports Savants, the Brainy Ballers, the quiz ballers. I like the quiz ballers. Uh, the smart, the sports smarty pants. 
trivia cracklers. Oh no, trivia ta- tackler. Excuse me. No crackers. trivia cracklers. I like trivia cracklers actually better. <laughs> Let's do that. All right, trivia cracklers. It is. Tri- Thanks, Chad. Trivia cracklers. <laughs> can we use Chad GPT for these questions too? Oh my. Let's see if we can beat Chad GPT. <laughs> trivia cracklers. All right. Well. With that, we have we're we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. Oh, I should probably tell the story that I'm going to Pittsburgh. That's why it's funny. Well, then, then uh, you can tell no? the story quick if you want. Okay, I'm going to Pittsburgh on Friday or Thursday or whatever it is. Are so, you yeah. excited about it? I am excited. I actually, See, there you go. <laughs> I'm not excited to go to Pittsburgh as much as I'm excited that I get to hang out with my buddies. So we got our name from from the Chat GPT too as well. It <laughs> 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 was really weird. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's kick it over to One Take Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. That actually took me like five kicks. No, you can't. No, no. He was one take Dan until he went to the distillery today. And now he's five take Dan. It's five five drink Dan actually. But, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, question one in pre- and post-game. What British tennis player who had been the most recent player from England to win a major singles tournament dating back to 1977 until Andy Murray won the 2012 U.S. Open, is also a third baseman who won five batting titles in the 1980s. Ah, yeah, that has to be it. Okay. All right. If you go with it. Yeah, we can check that in. That's right. Okay. We'll check it. All right. We're excited that we are not going to Pittsburgh. Has checked in. Trivia cracklers, you guys can talk it out. <laughs> uh, okay. How's your British tennis? Dude, yeah, as soon as he started talking about British tennis players, I thought, all right, well, I know Andy Murray. So I started to type it, and he said, except Andy Murray. And I'm like, son of a gun, come <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, so I honestly don't think I know any, any other British tennis players. Um you said that the baseball player is George Brett, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, that would that's the only third baseman I could think of that would have won five batting titles in the 80s. Yeah. Cal Ripken was a shortstop. And anybody in the National League was getting boxed out by Tony Gwynn. Who wasn't playing third base. What? Uh, believe it or not, that body uh, was not quite fit. That, that speed... Back in the eighties, though he was uh, he was a sleek looking spelt. Was, uh, yeah, spelt. I don't think he was ever spelt. 
in comparison to himself, he was svelte. Yeah, he wasn't uh, as rotund. <laughs> okay. Let's put it that way. All right, so... Anybody, I don't know, Josh. Yeah, we don't know anybody. That's, uh, so a British tennis player whose last name was George? Tom Tom George Brett. Tom is a very British name. Let's go with that. Uh, but you don't want to go with Boy George Brett? Okay, no. Boy George Brett. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> Wait, so we don't know idea. <laughs> okay, and uh, we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. What did you guys have? Yeah, I got this going back to front. Because the first person I thought of as a third baseman that would be someone who'd win five batting titles in the 80s, Wade Boggs. And then the only tennis player I could think of with the last name Wade is Virginia Wade. And it's Dan seemed to like the time frame for it. So we went with Virginia Wade Boggs. One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Virginia Wade Boggs. Unfortunately, uh, George Brett only won one batting title in the 80s, but he also won one in the 70s and one in the 90s. I think I had a question about him winning in three consecutive decades, but, uh, you know, anyway, that was a long time ago. Virginia became the first woman to be elected to the Wimbledon committee in 1982. And Boggs was the first Tampa Bay area native to play for the devil race. The more, you know, All right, let's move on to question two. What three time Olympic gold medalist from the 1960 summer Olympics is also a Hall of Fame power forward who earned 12 All-NBA selections while playing his entire 16-year career with the uh, Syracuse Nationals slash Philadelphia 76ers franchise. Josh, we're going to go ahead and check in. All right, the Trivia Cracklers have checked in. Uh, We're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. I I was just about to throw out uh, Dolph Shades to you, and I think you beat me to it, so... And the only only person I can think of that would be that decorated of a gold medalist around that time that ends in Dolph is Wilma Rudolph. She had polio. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. I can't think of anything else that works for that. <laughs> so, so, hold on a second. Can we just like something like just random facts? She had polio. She did. It's from a previous episode. It was a, it was episode title. <laughs> I think I'm only going to speak in episode titles for the rest of the uh, evening tonight. <laughs> you have almost 200, you have over 200 different things you can say, so. Yeah, I, th- I think that's got to be it, Mason. Yeah, that's a 100. Yeah, that's 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to officially check in with Wilma Rudolph Shays. All right, and Trivia Cracklers, what did you guys have? Yeah, the same thing. I said Wilma, actually I said William Rudolph, and then he said Shays. And then I went back and said, no, 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 no not William, well, Wilma. Sorry. I, like, I think it must have autocorrected or something. But anyway, so yeah, Wilma Rudolph Shays. Right, both teams will be getting points. Correct answer is Wilma Rudolph Shays. Wilma dated boxing legend Muhammad Ali during the early 1960s. And Shays' son, Danny, is a retired NBA center who played in the NBA for 18 seasons. That's a lot of seasons. Yeah. Question three, what defensive end who holds the NFL record for consecutive seasons with 10 plus sacks with nine is also a six-time World Series champion and Hall of Fame pitcher known as the chairman of the board? We're going to go and check in. Trivia Cracklers have checked in. Hey, hey, (laughs) hey, 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 Dan. The Trivia Cracklers have checked in. We're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. I, I'm pretty sure the chairman of the board is Whitey Ford. 
Okay. And then, so I think Reggie, I think Reggie white works well for that then. Right. Yeah. It works pretty well. I'd say. All right. So we're going to go with, uh, we're going to check in with Reggie Whitey Ford. Okay. And trivia cracklers. What did you guys have? Uh, yeah, Matt and I both kind of came up with Whitey Ford or I was starting to type Whitey Ford right as he sent it to me and then working back to front as Marcus intended. Uh, we, we came up with Reggie Whitey Ford. Once again, both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Reggie Whitey Ford. Reggie has two na- two streets named after him, Reggie White Boulevard in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Reggie White Way in Green Bay. And Ford made a cameo appearance on a 1984 episode of Remington Steel. Which one is a more impressive feat? <laughs> I mean, two streets probably because it's, you know, two and versus one cameo. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but... But it's Remington Steele. It's Pierce Brosnan, man. That is true. <laughs> He's a Bond. Yes. One of the worst Bonds, but you know. The movies were bad. He wasn't a bad Bond. I think he was the worst Bond, actually. The movies were awful. They were just bad Joel Schumacher movies. It's basically like they made three Bond versions of Batman Returns. Well, they shouldn't have done that. They should not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. All right. Well, let's move on to question four. What outside linebacker who won NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year in 1981 is also the Canadian billionaire who owns the Aston Martin F1 team that his son Lance is the dri- is a driver for? Hit the F1 key, Mason. No, don't hit don't don't hit the F1 key. It's stuck again. <laughs> Can't have that kind of disruption in our recordings again. Oh well, it's it's really nice. It sent me to an emoji search bar, so let me do that. Um, <laughs> Or GIFs. There you go. I love how one of the, fir- the two of the first four that come up are Boston Bruins. I don't know how I asked. I didn't ask for that, but okay. Nobody's ever asked for that. Hey, Josh. Yes. Uh, I think we can check in. No, 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 no. No, that was a oh. joke. Answer. Oh, <laughs> no. He checked in. He checked in. No, no, no. Okay. Never mind. Wait. No, 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 no. Hang on. Hey, Josh. I, I don't think we're going to check in. <laughs> Trivia Crackers has not checked in. They cannot talk it out. That would, it would be diabolical. It would. <laughs> Are you saying something I would do would be diabolical? Are there any billionaires who have that first name? I don't think there are. Are there any ca- Canadian billionaires? I can't even name one. Well, there's at least one. Apparently. I learned that today. Dan, have you not been paying attention to F1? I haven't. I wanted to. Oh, see? I've been paying attention to AFL instead. And really, you you wouldn't necessarily know the name from watching recent. It would be from watching uh, Drive to Survive. That's where you've definitely heard his name most, I would say. Hey, Josh. Yes? Oh. We're actually decided that we're going to check in with our original answer. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, Trivia Cracklers have checked in. Um, So we're excited that we are not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. Okay. I'm pretty sure that the rookie of the year is Lawrence Taylor. I feel like it has to be. I can't think of anyone else. Yeah, so some some Canadian billionaire whose name is Taylor. Um Yeah. I don't know who that would be, but Taylor McBillionaire. Good a name as any. A little on the nose, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> Taylor McMoneybags. <laughs> 
I, I, I don't know. And I can't even think of any uh, old episode titles that would that would help us here. Except, except for that uh, Taylor Schroll was our, our guest on She Had Polio. So... Wasn't he also in the Cheesecake Factory one? Yeah, he was. He 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 he'd been to a Cheesecake Factory once or twice. Um, I don't know. I I yeah. All right, let's let's go with uh, Lawrence Taylor butts Fanny booty and cheeks. <laughs> wow. Oh oh oh. It's a little saucy, but okay. Well, that that was an episode title. That's uh, whew. And uh, trivia cracklers. What do you guys have? I clued in on Lawrence Taylor fairly quickly he said stroll and we didn't know and then as soon as i said lawrence taylor he said yeah lawrence stroll and i said wait now hold on a second so is this a diabolical josh thing where the guy's middle name is taylor and and it's a jermichael finley lawrence taylor stroll and then eric said well wait now it's lawrence tay lawrence stroll oh come Come on. on (laughs) that's not diabolical no 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 the diabolical would have been if his middle name was was uh, taylor was taylor that would have been i would have been like exploding my brain and i would have absolutely as much as i love you josh i would have fallen in love with you all over again because i just (laughs) love his chaos would have reigned and everything would have been right with the world so what are you checking in with lawrence taylor and stroll all right uh, and you know I wouldn't pull a Jermichael Finley with all the crap <laughs> I gave Walling about that one. But one team will be getting points because the correct answer is Lawrence Tay Lawrence Stroll. LT voiced the steroid-riddled, possibly insane former football player BJ Smith in the video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> and according to Forbes, Stroll has a net worth of $3.6 billion U.S. as of... February 2023. I mean, is that really a lot of money when you think about it? Yes. It feels like a lot of money. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. All right. So after the first quarter, we have a score of 75 to 75. All right. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. So question one in the missing link. What wide receiver was selected with the first pick in the second round of the 2020 NFL draft and has more than 3,000 receiving yards through his first three seasons? We'll check in. All right, we're excited that we are not going to Pittsburgh is checked in. Trivia cracklers, you guys can talk it out. So obviously wouldn't have been one of the, you know, because one of the the, un, the huge. It, 2020 was, um, was a good Jefferson, year for, right? C.D. Lamb was a few C. picks Lam- before yep. that. Um, and I think then, famously Jalen Rager right before Justin Jefferson. What was um? What's the Cincinnati's number one wide receiver? Um, oh, um, 
Why did I just? He was a first round pick, but he wasn't twenty twenty, was he? No. Um, yeah, a uh, year after Burrow, right? Yeah. Chase, Jamar Chase. Sorry, yes, that was twenty twenty. Um, oh, so Chase was twenty twenty. I think so. Or twenty one. Burrow was twenty. Yeah, Burrow was twenty, and then Chase was twenty one because last year was his second year. Didn't didn't they double up? Was uh, T Higgins was twenty twenty, wasn't he? Yeah. I think he was the year before. He was definitely on the team the year before the uh, before Chase was. Um, and Michael Pittman is in that area too. I think he was in that draft. I think it's Higgins or Pittman. I just don't know which one you. I I, I can let you make the call. Pittman. They haven't had a solid quarterback though for years. They've had a bunch of you know Matt Ryan's and freaking Carson Wentz, right? <laughs> God, yes. Um, just with that, we got to go with uh, with uh, T. Higgins and Ryan. Okay. I'm fine with that. You want to check in with that? Sure. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to check in with T. Higgins. Okay. And we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. What did you guys have? Well, I actually had to kind of work backwards a little bit because typically the team with the first pick in the second round usually has the first pick in the first round unless they're tied with someone and they kind of rotate. So the first pick of that draft was Joe Burrow. So logically the Bengals would still have that pick because they were by far the worst team. Um, so I remember T Higgins was drafted second round. Um, yeah. Jamar Chase was 2021 afterwards. He was fifth overall, I think mm. that next year. Um, but yeah, we checked in with T Higgins. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is T Higgins. And yes, uh, I'm sitting there going, it was the first pick in the second round who had the first pick overall that year what's take and i know you can trade you know i get that but it's like my lord you guys were you had it and then you were like wandering away and i'm like oh god come back i think Pittman would have been a couple picks after he was was in the one pick after yeah he was the he was the second pick (laughs) in the second round and does he have over three thousand yards received no i don't think Pittman does so sam ellinger throwing to him by that and point, the end. Of, of, <laughs> the six, of the six wide receivers selected ahead of him in the draft, only Justin Jefferson and C.D. Lamb have more receiving yards. Nice. Well, and one of them. One's not be, playing. His, I was say, yeah, he's going to be serving a very long prison sentence. He should be. Yep. Deservedly. Who are yeah. you talking about? Uh, the first Ruggs. wide receiver first taken right in that draft. Picked, Henry Ruggs. Ruggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Jalen Rager was mentioned. Um, I can't remember who the couple other ones that are, are they're doing decent, but they haven't had, they haven't got to 3000, but anyway, it's, that's not here nor there. Let's move on to question two in the missing link. Who is the two time all pro return specialist who played his entire career in the state of Missouri and has been nicknamed the Human Joystick and the X Factor. Just check in. Well, you don't even need to type it to me. If you you look like you knew it right away. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll check in. Okay. The trivia cracklers have checked in. Uh, we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. Dante Hall. That's what I was thinking too. Where do you play besides Kansas City, though? Guessing the Rams. I'm, that's why I'm guessing it was on the question. That's why I'm saying. That's, I mean, that's, I didn't think he played for the Rams. That's why I was. I mean, yeah. 
that's why I was, I didn't know if you knew if there's any others that were outside of Missouri that eliminated him, but human joystick got me to Dante Hall right off the bat. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll check in Dante Hall. Okay. And trivia cracklers. What did you guys have? Texas A&M legend. Not to be confused with the fan who tried to go by the same name X factor and got himself kicked out because it turned out he was a little, he was a terrible human being. Um, we also checked in with Dante Hall. Well, teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Dante Hall. Hall is mentioned in Lil Wayne's song, Dipset Reppin' Time, in the line, I'm like Dante Hall, I just throw up the X. When you said uh, Texas A&M, I thought you were going to say Dat Win. Because <laughs> that's, that's the first person I think of yeah, when you say. It's roughly the right time frame. Uh, the Dante Hall um, highlight against the the uh broncos where he like jukes two guys and they run into each other and fall down the one guy that takes out the other guy i had um let's see here speech calculus uh and other classes in high school with so that's his like his highlight is uh taking out another guy and watching dante hall run right by both of them the nice. nfl nice. yeah but he didn't break his tailbone i mean come on true <laughs> and he didn't butt fumble so i mean there's worse True. highlights to have. Good point. All right. The theme-linked answers thus far are T. Higgins and Dante Hall. Moving on to question three. What boxer defeated Ken Norton for the WBC heavyweight title in 1978? We'll check in. Okay. Uh, we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. Has checked in, so trivia cracklers, you guys can talk it out. Okay, so... Foreman hit hard like 74-ish, 73, 74-ish. Then he kind of dipped there at the end of the 70s. I don't think he was a really a serious contender at this point. I'm pretty sure that this was Larry Holmes. Because if I recall correctly, and you'd probably know this better than I, but, but <clears throat> I think Norton both won it and then lost it in 1978. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was reading about this not too long, or reading about heavyweight champions and, and history of heavyweight champions not too long ago. Um, and I do remember that fact. Um, I think, like so, I said, there's, it just, so I, Ollie came back with the whole stuff in the, with Foreman and, um, um, Rumble in the Jungle. What's what's his name? Um, oh, sorry. Why am I Liston. missing? No, Sonny Liston was like 1963. He was gone. He was out of the picture by like the mid 60s. Um, yeah, Sonny Liston got beat by Ali in 1963. Uh, after Sonny Liston beat Floyd Patterson in 62, or we're going way back. Um, okay, so <laughs> who am I thinking of? Uh, the anyway, who cares? So we think we're we're I'm like seventy percent sure it's Larry Holmes. Uh, I like I said, those a lot of the late seventies, early eighties, like pre Tyson names kind of run together for me. But uh I'm fine with that. That was one of the names that I threw out there at the beginning. And if you are you, have are you uh, confusing Larry Holmes with Larry Spinks? That? <laughs> too, too many Larrys? Yes. Um too many Larrys, too many Spinkses, too many Larrys. <laughs> Too many Mayweathers, too yeah. many Pattersons. Larry! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to check in with Larry Holmes. 
Yay, and we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. Uh, what did you guys have for an answer? Whoever knocked this guy out, did he have a 14-inch reach advantage? Is that mm-hmm. uh... <laughs> <laughs> another one? Um, so I go I go way back to an old HBO commercial where they're talking about um, it's something like it's Soldier Story and Larry Holmes. Phil Collins to HBO brings it home or something like that. Um, but I always had him, Larry Holmes being synonymous with the very early eighties. Um, and I think he got it right before that. So I'm going to go. Yeah. We also said Larry Holmes. Okay. Both teams will be getting points. Correct answer is Larry Holmes. Uh, Holmes won his 69th. Nice. Nice. Uh, nice. And final bout in 2002 against Eric Butterbean Ash. I saw I saw some videos of him training the other day. He may be making a comeback, so let's not write him off yet. Well, final I'm bout ready to write him off. through 2022 for sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I thought 20, 21 years was maybe enough to say he was done, but maybe not. You never know. All right. The theme-linked answers thus far are T. Higgins, Dante Hall, and Larry Holmes. Moving on to question four. What Stanley Cup winning right wing for the Calgary Flames has unquestionably the greatest mustache in NHL history? We're going to check in, Josh. Hey, Trivia Cracklers have checked in. Uh, We're excited we are not going to Pittsburgh. What did you guys have? It's Lanny McDonald. Um, we're just trying to buy some time to try and think of what the what the theme might have been. I figured that might be why there wasn't a very fast check-in from yes. Dan. But uh, yeah. Okay. And Jeremy yeah. uh, Cracklers, what did you guys have for an answer? Yeah. I couldn't remember it for a second there. But then I said Lanny and he said, oh, yeah, McDonald. So that's <clears throat> what so we checked in with also. I would like to thank this podcast for me knowing that answer. Yes. Otherwise, I would have no context at all all right well <laughs> both teams will be getting points because the correct answer is lanny mcdonald and lanny mcdonald also has a top four facial hair in sports history so says the benchwarmers trivia podcast so and, say we all and if you don't know what i'm talking about that means you're probably not a patron and if you would like to become a patron, you can go back to, I think, our second bonus, second and third bonus episodes where we did a facial hair tournament bracket. So uh, the theme length answers thus far are T. Higgins, Dante Hall, Larry Holmes, and Lanny McDonald. A fourth one ruined my possible theme guess of guys <laughs> whose last name start with H. <laughs> I so. Gee, you would think maybe maybe somebody purposely put the first three as the first three for some reason. Um, I mean, but sometimes the theme's so obvious, so you never know. All right. Question five. After almost three years, what tight end is still ranked the fourth best in New York Giants history on Ranker.com? (laughs) Ranker.com. No, I figured it out. Send it. Go ahead and send it now. Uh, Shoot. Oh my gosh. I'm mad because I now I know it. It's I can send. I know the other ones too. Yep, I do too. Now that you say that, yep, we'll check in. Okay, 
Uh, we're excited we are not going to Pittsburgh. It's checked in, so trivia cracklers, you guys can talk it out. Is that it? Number one? No, no, sorry. I just was making sure that that still met the clues that Josh said that that was the fourth best. Was that who you had come up with as the fourth best? I can't remember. So the this this ranker dot com was like early on. Oh yeah, this this was an Eid thing, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I I'm I I, I could have swore this was Mark Bavaro, right? Okay. I mean, no one would just randomly know. I just thought that was why Mark Bavaro came up was because of that. So. I don't know. I forget. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. What am I going to do? But I thought that's I'm, who it was. Yeah, I'm fine with that then. I just I couldn't remember what it was. I just remember Ranker being a being a point of contention. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought Shocky right off the top of my head, and then you, and then you were like, "No, the dude who carried a bunch of people on his back." And it was like Bavaro. Uh, so yeah, I was like, "Dude, he had like an Italian name or something." That's a bust about right. That anyway, yeah, that doesn't help us with the uh, theme though. Well, you gotta have time after. Let's get, okay. Check uh, we'll in check in answer with Mark Bavaro. Okay, and we're excited. We're not going to Pittsburgh. What did you guys have for an answer? Yeah, I remember this in the infancy of this podcast. Um, because part of a pre and post game that no one could figure out. Um, it is not Mark Bavaro, unfortunately. It is uh, New York Giants legend Howard Cross. One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Howard Cross. Uh, I do believe Mark Bavaro is number one on Ranker.com, and Jeremy Shock is two or three. Um, but uh, to be fair, uh, GmenHQ.com ranks Howard Cross the fifth best. So. Oh. Do you remember Howard Cross? No. I mean, the he's just saying... a face, right? <laughs> yes. Famous. The guy who's saying the no one is, no one ever is to hey, blame. Hey, can 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 I can I do my thing? You, here? You're supposed to be I in charge it. of this I business. You guys keep talking. All right. The theme length answers are T. Higgins, Dante Hall, Larry Holmes, Lanny McDonald, and Howard Cross. So now is time if uh, any team wants to, well, I guess, you know, let's, let's put it this way. One team has checked in with the correct answer. And that would be, we're excited. We're not going to Pittsburgh. So uh, trivia cracklers, you guys can take some time and talk out what you think the theme is. Uh, So we have Howard, Larry, Dante, Lanny, and T. Where we have Cross, Hall, Holmes, McDonald, or Higgins. We had famous priests, famous Ronalds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Neither mm-hmm. n- neither no. appear to have fit enough. Clues. And now that we have Howard <laughs> Cross, we could say famous the Ducks. Chris's famous oh, shirts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> shirts. T-shirts. Uh, I had polo as a possible I like it. Oh, uh, famous people that wrote the Inferno. Um, famous Magnum P- PI sidekick. Tease Inferno. Yes, yes. Uh, Tease Inferno. <laughs> Tease Inferno. Yeah. Uh, and then my that's Lanny's the... Inferno. Come on, <laughs> with the second Lanny's one, Divine Comedy. <laughs> with the second one, it had to be somebody. Obviously, was uh, Magnum PI characters. Um, man, I am. Oh, you know, they could be famous detectives. Um, famous Cross. detectives. 
Oh, oh. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Alex Higgins? Cross. Higgins was a detective on Magnum PI, right? Um, I don't know about Hall and McDonald. They really don't have much. Um, uh, it's better than anything I got. All right. If we can go with that, then. Detective. Although, although I think the idea of f- famous either Ronald's priests, people who wrote Dante or Infernos, or, um, or Magnum PI characters, as a collective, was a good theme. Sure, I and do. we all know that Wallen doesn't understand how this order <laughs> works. <laughs> yes, I'm still that figuring this another out. Another one. <laughs> All right, so let's kick it over to we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh with the correct answer. I'm very at myself for not getting any earlier than low. Um, And for Walling, Walling should have gotten this earlier or at all. Um, So Cross gave it away because I can only think of one famous person named Cross, um, and that is Christopher Cross. We were joking about Michael McDonald before that, and that's why I was mad at myself. Um, Rupert Holmes, famous for Pina Colada song. Um, I forgot who Hall was. I didn't know who that was. And then Dan made me realize it's Daryl Hall. Yeah. Now, I didn't. I was thinking of other. And then um, Higgins is Birdie Higgins, which I had forgotten about. about um, saying Kilo is the first song you think of for him. But um, these are yacht artists. That is correct. Uh, the uh, These are athletes who share surnames with yacht rock artists so when you guys at the beginning were joking about yacht rock i'm like oh just you wait and it surprised me that mason didn't get it before the fifth clue and it really amazes me that eric walling did not get it at all so i have a playlist on my phone called yacht rock and i mean yeah daryl hall with hollow notes and michael mcdonald i didn't know i mean when, when i think of a musician named cross i think of um well, no, not never mind. Howard Christopher. Cross. No, I was thinking of Chris Cross. I was, I was thinking now what we'll I was like, jump. wait, no, that's not. It's I was thinking of David uh, Crosby. So what? Oh. Yeah, I thought you were no. talking about David Cross. He's not a not a singer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this is uh yeah. I went all yacht rock here for you guys. And, I like uh, it. I appreciate it, and I'm mad at myself. So. I'm, I'm hey, not but against in the it. end, Mason, uh, you ended up <clears> with 50 more points. Than so. the other team because they didn't get it, so it's the same as if yeah. you got it earlier and they got it after the yeah. fifth. So sure, yeah. If you want to look at it yeah. that way, you don't have to feel quite as yes. much. Sure. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> and you you named all of the yacht rock artists, so I don't have to say anything else. There you go. After the second quarter, we have no longer a tie. The trivia cracklers are at one fifty five. And we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh has 225. Is that correct? Yes, yes. that is correct. Because we had one, didn't one get one of the ones. That's right. Yep. So 155 to 225. And that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. This is almost unbelievable, but this is the chat GPT pre and post game edition of halftime. No. <laughs> no. So you guys mentioned Yacht Rock and chat GPT earlier. 
Well, this is I asked ChatGPT to make up plots for movies based on a combination of a sports movie and an Oscar-winning film. I massaged a few of the words because, you know, just like Walling suggested, you got to change a couple of things here and there. So, Mason, I know this isn't really up your alley, but, you know, you might you might have some input. Maybe. Actually, the first one I think you'll do fine with. Question one. Chat GPT gave me this plot. A comedy drama about Bobby, a shy and awkward assistant in charge of hydration who works for a professional football team. Bobby forms an unlikely bond with a mysterious aquatic creature living in the stadium's underground pool, and together they fight against the exploitation of the creature by the team's owner. We'll check in. All right, trivia cracklers have checked in, so we're excited. We are not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. Okay, then it's going to be the shape of Waterboy. Oh, okay. Okay. I, that, I was going okay, the other way, and I had then. nothing. Yeah, I was like, I have nothing that fits that. So, okay. Sure. Yeah. Check that in. And trivia cracklers, what did you guys have? Same thing. The really weird... I'm falling in love. At least the boy doesn't fall in love with the weird animal in this. That would be creepier. So, shape of water, boy. Well, teams would be getting points. The correct answer is the shape of water, boy. Yeah, see, you see how this works, right? Yeah, all right. Sure. All right. I, I have no, I have no flavor text for these because it's already in the question. All right, question two. Well, ChatGPT gave me the following plot. A romantic drama about Quincy, a talented but struggling hoopster who falls for Viola, a beautiful and struggling aspiring artist, actress. Sorry. Uh, despite coming from different worlds, they are drawn together by their shared passion for the works of the bard uh, and their desire to achieve greatness in their respective fields. The hell did you just send me? I... Not you, Josh. No, I was just telling you about my weekend. We're just chatting. Oh. Outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what to say? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. can check in. Okay. All right. We're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. It's checked in. So, trivia cracklers, you guys can talk this one out. Yeah, I think I've got it. There. Oh, there you go. Sure yeah. It's Shakespeare in Love and Basketball, which was like the movie that every athlete girl at our school was like you have to watch this if it's we're gonna be friends so shakespeare in love wait wait yeah so no, no. to graduate so to graduate you had to watch varsity blues and to and date to someone be, you had to, to watch love and basketball exactly we're and you're all texas, learning the rules of texas high school texas is weird <laughs> they, and it's weird because they don't have any books in their schools anymore either yeah, no, no they, they just burned, watch films. they burned them all oh. all right <laughs> So we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. What did you guys have? Same thing. Shakespeare in Love and Basketball. Both teams are getting points because that is the plot to Shakespeare in Love and Basketball. Okay. Finally, number three. ChatGPT gave me this uh, plot. An action-packed adventure film that follows the story of Cole, a skilled and daring race car driver who sets out to break the world record for circumnavigating the globe in the shortest amount of time. Along with his trusted team of mechanics and navigators, Cole embarks on a high-speed journey across every corner of the planet, facing off against other racers and overcoming a variety of obstacles along the way. We can check in. (laughs) 
What am I even here for? <laughs> we're we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. Is checked in. Um, trivia cracklers, you guys can talk this one out. Dan Dan beat me to the microphone. But are you good with around the world in eighty days of thunder, Matt? Yes. All right. Check it in. And no Pittsburgh. What do you guys have? If that's the answer, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's around the world in eighty days of thunder. Both teams are getting points because that is the plot to Around the World in 80 Days of Thunder. And Dan's quitting the podcast? Uh, he's throwing that at me. I'll I do was, it on I his... I quit the podcast last Sunday. No, that's actually the name of a uh, of one of our episodes. Oh, true. That is. And I did say I was quitting the podcast. You also that. chose I... chaos, by the way. And, mm. and, I, and I lied, apparently, because I'm still here. Hi, guys. I didn't quit. So, yeah. Um... I don't think there's anything else interesting that you said before we started that comes to play anymore, but uh, Yacht Rock and ChatGPT were absolutely part of my game. Uh, huh. It blows my mind. <laughs> Called right, foreshadowing. Well, after after halftime, uh, the difference didn't change, but the scores did. Uh, Trivia Cracklers are at 230, and we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. It's at 300. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be Let It Ride or Throw in the Towel. Let It Ride or Throw in the Towel. For this quarter, there will be four questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question or throw in the towel and take the points they have accumulated to that point. Each question is worth 50 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of their points accumulated in the quarter. Today's category is hitting for the cycle. Question one. What player became the first ever Marlin to hit for the cycle on April 11th, 2023? We can check in. Trivia cracklers have checked in. So we're excited. We are not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. That uh, is that a rise? Yes, it's a soft day. It's Luis Luis Arise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll check it out. Okay. Uh, and trivia cracklers, what did you guys have? I believe his name is pronounced Arise. So yes, it's Luis Arise. Both teams will be getting points. Correct answer is Luis Arise. Through 20 games, Arise has a batting average of 444. Can he finish above 400 for the season for the first time since 1941? Note, no. five other players finished their seasons above 400 between 1943 and 1948, having at least 85 plate appearances, but were short of the 502 plate appearances needed to qualify for the batting title. It's amazing. You say no, huh? You don't think he can do it? No, no. 
<laughs> if there, you know what, honestly, around this time, I mean, around uh, 2023 era, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. I mean, agreed. I don't think anyone else is going to come anywhere close to that. No. I just thought, yeah, throw that out there. To... So since this just happened, this is what got me thinking about hitting for the cycle. And then I did a bunch of research. So, so now the question is, guys, do you want to let it ride or throw in the towel? I don't know why I'm going to throw in the towel or no. Um, I'm good letting it ride. Okay. All right. We'll let it ride. Are we going to let it ride, Mason? I suppose. Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah. Okay. Both teams are letting it ride. So question two, since the last major league baseball expansion in 1998, what three teams have not had a player hit for the cycle? The last players to hit for the cycle for these teams were George Brett, Eric Davis, and Mark Grace. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with those. We're gonna I mean, check in. That. Hey, trivia cracklers have checked in, so we're excited we're not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. All right, so Eric Davis is gonna be the the Reds. George Brett has to be the Royals. Royals, and then Mark Grace, Mark Grace, Cubs, right? Sure, I'm guessing. Um, I think that's got to be it. Okay, I don't know. Too, I'm I'm not too familiar with Mark Grace, other than I know he was what the his leader in the '90s. Um, yeah, it's it's it, yeah, that's, that's pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the the Cubs with him. So, okay, yeah. So we'll go the the Reds, the Royals, and the Cubs. And trivia cracklers, what did you guys have? We typed the same thing to each other in mm. varying orders. Uh, the only question we had was whether Mark Grace hit one for the Diamondbacks, but when you read through the question, um, it wouldn't make sense for it to be the Diamondbacks. So we checked in with the Cubs, Reds, well, I guess Royals, Reds, Cubs. And okay, both, both teams are getting their points. Correct answers are Kansas City Royals, Cincinnati Reds, and Chicago Cubs. Only one of these uh, could have possibly been a different team, and that's Eric Davis, who played for a handful of teams in this time frame that would have worked, because I do believe Mark Grace didn't go to Arizona until 2000. Yeah. Um, so, and we all know George Brett only played for one team, so there was only one that could have possibly been a different team, but was probably going to be the Reds. So good job, guys. Uh, the Reds, you have to go back to 1989, the Royals in 1990, and the Cubs in 1993. So now the question is, are you guys going to let it ride or throw in the towel? Now let it ride, baby. Woo! No Pittsburgh? Ride, 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 let, let it, ride. it ride. Yeah, I think we got to do that, right, Mason? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, both teams are letting it ride. On to question three. Since the last MLB expansion in 1998, what three players have hit for the cycle three times, tied for the most times in Major League Baseball history? The teams with which these players hit their third cycle were the Texas Rangers, the Washington Nationals, and the Milwaukee Brewers. All right, we'll check in. Hey, we're... We're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. Uh, it's checked in, so trivia cracklers, you guys can talk it out. 
think we were pretty close to checking in two. I really do think that the Rangers one is Beltre. The more I think about it, the more I think it's Beltre. I think we're we're almost a hundred percent on Yelich for the Brewers, if we're not a hundred percent, and Turner for Washington. I was just back and forth between whether Gomez hit one with the Rangers or had three, I guess. Um, but I think he had his with he had a couple with the Astros, or maybe I'm misremembering, but. I do remember Beltre having at least two with the Rangers, so I think I'm good with Beltre, Yelich, and Turner for our three. I agree. All right, check it in. Okay, and we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. What did you guys have? Mason had Yelich and Turner pretty quickly. Um, and then I we had to think back on who it could have been for the Rangers, and I I remember specifically that Adrian Beltre hit for the cycle against the Twins uh, about 10 years ago. And without anybody else to throw on the the pile there, we just decided to to go with him because we knew for a fact he'd hit one at least. So we also said Adrian Beltre for the third. All right, both teams are getting points. Uh, the correct answers are Adrian Beltre, Trey Turner, and Christian Yelich. Uh, Beltre had one with the Mariners and two with the Rangers. Turner had all three with the Nationals, and Yelich had all three with the Brewers. All right, you smarty pantses. Are you going to let it ride or throw in the towel? Mm. Uh, And we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. It's the team that's winning has to declare first, correct? Isn't that what we've done? That's true. So no Pittsburgh, you have to declare first if you are going oh. to let it ride or throw in the towel as you are winning. Yeah, I don't if know, we, man. If we don't go for it and they get it right, we would still be up. Okay, well. Because it's, it's, it's what, 50 points, right? Preach. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, so maybe, we, maybe we, we should just, maybe we should stop then. Because if we get it wrong and they get it right, then they're ahead. And we so have no can, idea what can, this fourth is, yeah. is going to be. All right, I, I'm all I'm all right with that, unless unless Mason's trying to hoodwink us. Try <laughs> <laughs> to take no. down the team from inside. No. No. Yeah, I'm, that's an old episode, by the way. Yes, that's I do remember you. that. You throwing in the towel? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I, you know, Mason, that just feels right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so right now we have. 150 extra points. Correct. And they have 150, obviously, getting all three, right? Correct. If we get this wrong, we end up with only 75 points, and then we would be down by 145 points going into the fourth. Sure. If we get it yes. right, we would be at 200 points, and we would be down by 20 points. So... It's either be down by a hundred and something, hundred and fifty-ish, or down by twenty-ish. Josh, let me ask you: Is this is the question who <laughs> the first cycle in Rangers history? Because if so, we'll, we'll let it definitely who's the first ride. cycle ever. I yeah. cannot eighteen ninety-seven to that information. Okay, it's worth a shot. Nor defi- nor uh... in eighteen ninety-seven. I, I won't feel bad if you both throw in the towel. I mean, right, we probably. <laughs> I'm not gonna I mean, with the new point structure, down. unless yeah. you're feeling really good, like the old way, 
it was more worth going for. Right now, where you can gain fifty or lose seventy five, it becomes a much different uh, calculation. Yeah. I'm good with throwing it in if you are. I mean, but... I'm still going to ask the question, right? So, oh, yeah. what do you think, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I don't yeah. think we're going to get this. So, right. All right, so both teams have thrown in the towel, but we will still go through question four, even though both teams are chicken. <laughs> All right. Have you even heard of a chicken? Have you even heard of chicken? I don't think he has. All right. Question four probably might be a good reason, good thing that you didn't. There's not a lot to grasp onto on this one. Question four is since the last MLB expansion in 1998, what National League team has had nine unique players hit for the cycle the most of any team in Major League Baseball? I'm not going to paste it because, you know, we're just. Oh, boy. If you guys want to talk it out all together to make uh, some interesting audio, at least go ahead because there's nothing riding on this. I would have guessed yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Since 1998. The um, Dodgers, maybe? The Dodgers popped thinking... in my head, too. No. Um, Rays have had a couple recently, the last few years. I know. Um, I don't think it's nine. It's been though. really good since '98. I probably won't let this go too long because you know. Yeah. Uh, so here, let me let me uh, throw this out as a little clue. What stadium do you think would help a triples hitter maybe hit a home run um, to to assist in getting? Because triples are always the toughest. So, uh, yeah. what the what field might Colorado help somebody rookies? not? Huh? The Colorado Rookies. It is the Colorado Rockies. Oh, interesting. That would um, make sense. Dante Bichette, Nephi Perez, Todd Helton, Mike Lansing, Troy Tulowitzki, Carlos Gonzalez, Michael Kadire, Nolan Arenado, and Charlie Blackman um, have all hit for the cycle. The Minnesota Texas Twins Rangers legend. have also mm-hmm. had nine cycles since the last expansion, but as we previously heard, Adrian Beltre did it twice for them. So they've only had eight unique players hit for the cycle since 1998. I wonder if I could name them. Um, I mean, I don't have the list right now, so. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? Give me a second. I actually probably can get it pretty quickly because I made a spreadsheet. I'm going to write these. I'm going to type these out real quick. Um, I was, I was kind of anticipating there's a question because I know that, um, I think Brock Holt had one in the playoffs. I thought maybe that might have, I had an inkling that might have been the last one because <laughs> that's not a name you normally think of. Guys, I'm, I'm, I, just, I just looked it up, Matt. Who's the last twin to do it? It was, wasn't there somebody recently within the last like two years or three years that did it? Four years. Oh. Well, I only know because exactly. I looked at this list, so I want to answer it. Uh, who is it? It's Jorge Polanco. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was I don't a know cold if I can game against Philadelphia, of, right? Let me. Uh, where yep. are we at here? Yeah, Texas Rangers. Cold... There, there. Yeah. Do, right. you, do you just want me to tell you them, or do you want to? I think so. For sure, uh, I think Teixeira, Kinsler, Beltre, Hamilton. Maybe did he have one? No, he did not. But okay. the other three did. All right, then Cruz is another one that popped into my head, but I don't nope. know if he actually hit it. A... Nope. All right, so we got uh, Gary Matthews Jr. Oh yeah. Uh, Benji Molina. Oh, that's right. Alex Rios. <laughs> Shin Su Chu. Yes. That would make sense. And you had mentioned him in your discussions earlier, Carlos Gomez. Yeah. 
first Rangers, um, the my one of my favorite baseball player names of all time, Oda B. McDowell. Ooh, what a, a nice. Yeah, I, I, my spreadsheet I only have from the 98 because obviously I was trying to make it where everything was equal, right? Where every team had the same, roughly the same number of games barring bonus game at the end or not finishing rain out games, that kind of stuff. But that's why I did those all with that so that every team would kind of have the same amount of chance. Carlos right. Gomez, Minnesota Twins legend. legend? <laughs> question yeah, mark? big question mark on that one <laughs> after the third quarter we have the following scores uh once again both teams ended up getting the same amount of points so the difference didn't change but the totals did trivia cracklers are at 380 and we're excited that we're not going to pittsburgh is at 450 so 380 to 450 and that brings us to the fourth quarter The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. So the categories for today are as follows. Question one. Sailing, in reference to the America's Cup. Question two. Hey, 19. In reference to Major League Baseball. Question three. Steal away. In reference to the NBA. And question four. Baker Street. In reference to football. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wages are in. On to the questions. Question one. In the category of sailing. Yacht clubs from four countries have won the America's Cup in the 37 matches that have occurred to date. The United States has dominated with 30 wins, followed by New Zealand with four wins. Name either of the other two countries who have had a yacht club win the America's Cup. We're going to check in, Josh. Hey, the Trivia Cracklers have checked in, so we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. So... Australia? Would that be one? That's what I sent, because if New Zealand's doing it, Australia probably is. Um I don't know. I don't I mean there's not really much that I can go off of this. So out of the thirty seven matches, three of them have been non American or Kiwi. And we just have to figure out one of the two <laughs> Only one of the um, two. I didn't ask you for both. I'm glad because I don't I have no idea. It's probably going to be some really weird country. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. You, you know what? I think now that you say that, I I think Switzerland has won. Really? Switz, okay. I, I think so. Are you more confident in that than Australia? No, I'm okay. I'm not. Um, I just, I just, I, that one seems to have, I, that one's stuck in my my head for some reason but i'm i i gotta think australia's wanted it at some point right i I would think so matter of fact i think australia may have been the first one to beat the u.s so let's let's check in with australia for 11 points okay and trivia cracklers what do you have for an answer and a wager 
Yeah, that uh, same Netflix series that has the Manti Teo and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, anyway, they had something on the America's Cup, and it was about how Australia beat America after America had dominated it, and they were the first country, non-American country to or team to win. So we said Australia for 69 points. Okay, well, both nice. teams will be getting points because one of the answers is Australia, and Dan, the other is Switzerland. Oh, wow. Switzerland has won twice, while Australia has won once. There are only three other countries who have competed for the America's Cup, and this is for the... Like, there's other pre-competitions, like competitions, which I'm not... The main match... There's only three other countries. Italy's one of them. Italy is one. Canada okay. is one. And one who was the the main uh, rival. Like, rival? Can you be a rival if you never beat the U.S.? But they, like, many of the first 10, 20 were the United Kingdom. I am going to give a score update because things got a little closer because one team wagered more points. The team trailing did. So, Trivia Cracklers are up to 449, and the No Pittsburgh guys are up to 461. Moving on to question two in the category of Hey 19. Two Hall of Famers wore the number 19 for their entire 20-year careers, each with only one team. Combined, they accounted for two MVPs, six gold gloves, eight batting titles, 10 Silver Sluggers, and 18 All-Star appearances. Name both of these players. Um, we're going we're gonna to check in. All right. The Trivia Cracklers have checked in. Um, and we're excited that we are not going to Pittsburgh. You guys can talk it out. Well, um, Tony Gwynn, karate champion. He was uh, number 19 for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I think Robin Yount was number 19 yeah. as well. All right. Would this, would this count as a David question with all the stat pieces? Probably. Well, no, it's not, it's not like who is the only person to have. Okay. This is, well, so I could. It's, it's David, David adjacent. Question. You have yes. to throw in like a funny little thing on the end. It's like, ironically enough, they were both born on a Wednesday. Oh. Um, <laughs> like that's gonna help us. You guys got an answer? I, I think we got to go with that. I think we, I think we do. So yeah. we'll say Tony Gwynn, karate champion, and Robin Yount for one hundred. Okay, and trivia cracklers. Uh, what did you guys have for answers and wager? Yeah, our biggest question was whether or not. Uh, I mean, because I was. We said Tony Gwynn right away. And I couldn't remember. I mean, I was almost certain that Yount didn't play for anyone else other than the Brewers. But so, but yeah, we checked in with Yount and Gwynn. 400. Thank you. One hundo. Well, both teams are getting their points because the correct answers are Robin Yount and Tony Gwynn. Um, Three other players wore 19 for their entire career with only one team with a minimum of 10 seasons. Joey Votto, 16. Jim Gilliam, 14. And Tom Pagnazzi, 
12 seasons. But let's move on to question three in the category of steal away. Two players have had 11 steals in one game. The first was a power forward for the San Antonio Spurs in 1976, and the second was a shooting guard for the New Jersey Nets in 1999. Name either player. Should we go with that one? I'm I'm fine with it. I don't have anything pulling me in any direction, so anything you have is better than what I have. All right, we'll check in, I guess. Hey, no Pittsburgh has checked in, so... Uh, trivia cracklers, you guys can talk it out. Okay. So we kind of exhausted our knowledge of the 1999 New Jersey Nets. I have absolutely zero knowledge of the Spurs from the 1976. Yeah. The only I'm, name I'm I can say this because uh, it drives me nuts when I hear people say this. Who's the year that I was born? Uh, it was from before I was born. Uh, okay. I, when I hear people say that on trivia, I was born. When I hear people <laughs> say that on trivia podcasts, it drives me insane. I, I don't care. I don't care when you were born. Okay. So trivia is trivia. It's like, oh, everything has to be since like whatever. Okay. And that's Rant been done. your your weekly get off my lawn with Matt. Yeah. Yes. So that you can never say the answer, Babe Ruth. Then you know. I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. I was going to go with Kendall Gill, but then both the you and I remembered at the same time that he not was a small guard. forward, not a shooting guard. So then you, I was saying Marbury, but he was a point guard, not a shooting guard. Right. Um, and then mm-hmm. Kerry Kittles came up because you said he's the only shooting guard that you can think of on that team. Right. So I mean, I guess he's, he's the only, and we have nothing on the Spurs. I did have an irrational love for his high socks. Um, and I remember the, and they were on the famous slam cover that was like champions by 2001 book it. (laughs) And, uh, um, it was Kittles and Van Horn and Marbury or kid. I can't remember, but I think Kittles is, he was a shooting guard and he was definitely on that 99 team with like Van Horn. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. So, Right. That's about as deep as my roster knowledge of the Nets team goes, so I say we do it. Harry Kittles for 100 points. Okay, and we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh. What did you guys have for an answer and a wager? Well, Mason, if uh, if they are correct, then we're in trouble. Yeah. I, I really thought that Kendall Gill was a – shooting guard and not a small forward. And we actually did say Kendall Gill for 100. Well, one team is getting points. And uh, you can give an argument if you want, but the correct answers are Larry Kennan for the Spurs. Um, He was a who for me as well. Whom? Whom? And Kendall Gill. Uh, You can argue all you want. His basketball reference does initially have him and Wiki have him listed as a shooting guard slash small forward. But on the draft day, he was drafted as a shooting guard. So Kendall Gill is the shooting guard for the New Jersey Nets from 1999 that we are looking for. 
Okay. Now we I, have salty just, walling. Yeah. No, yeah, salty dirty okay. too, because I just Googled and I got the basketball reference for the 1999 Nets, and it has Kendall Gill listed as a small as small forward. Um, look at his wiki. He's a shooting guard slash small forward, and he was drafted on draft day. Okay, but you didn't say guard. that in the question that he was drafted as a shooting guard. You said the shooting whenever guard for and whenever a I've shooting dual, guard for the I've New Jersey Nets in ninety nine. I don't care. I don't care, guys. You're, you're I don't wrong. care. I don't care. All right, moving on to question four in the fourth quarter, in the category of Baker Street. Baker Mayfield will be suiting up for his fourth NFL team in 2023. Everybody knows that the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who suited up for the most teams is Vinny Testaverde with seven, but what other Heisman Trophy winning quarterback suited up for six teams? Note, I do not count off-season or practice squad as suiting up. Josh, we're going to check in. Okay, so for the final time tonight, the Trivia crackers. Wait, excuse me. The <laughs> trivia cracklers. It's not wrong. Have, have checked in. Uh, yeah, the we don't like Pittsburgh guys. Uh, you guys can talk it out. <laughs> we never said we don't like Pittsburgh. We just we just don't want to be traveling there. Five. All right, we've thrown a bunch of names around. The one that yeah, we're but... trying, the one that we're trying to suss out right now is is Ty Detmer. Um. Because I can, I can have him. I, I definitely have him on the Packers and the Eagles, um, and the Lions early two thousands. And the Browns. And he was he was one of the the names on the seven screen. Browns quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. I I want to say he played for the Falcons, like toward the end or maybe the end of his career. Okay. That's five. I I don't know if I can come up with a six. Yeah, because the because the best that we've been able to do is get to like four with someone. So yeah, because I I know I'm Flutie's four. I know that. I just Danny Werfel's around there, right? Yeah, Andre Ware's probably around there, huh? Yeah, he's well, around he, I mean, he played for a bunch of different uh, CFL teams, right? Probably the best that we can do. All right. I, I I don't think we have anything better. None of this feels good. Thanks, David. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we're gonna go with Ty Detmer for, for one hundred points. Okay, and trivia cracklers, what do you guys have for an answer and a wager? Yeah, not as brother Coy, um, but yeah, we checked in with uh, Ty Detmer. The one I think you're missing, Dan, is the year that the it was 1998. I'm pretty sure Ty Detmer played for the 49ers because that was the year the 49ers knocked the Packers out of the playoffs. So I remember that. So, And since we're in the business of callbacks, I think he rode his bicycle to games. Yeah. Well, he did. The practices. <laughs> and how many points did you guys check 100. in? 100. Okay. Well, Dan, um, this answer might get you uh, proclaiming Wahoo Whalers. Because in that episode, you had a pre and post game which listed out the six teams that one Ty Detmer played for. That <laughs> so makes sense teams, now that that jumped out at me then. Both that, teams okay. will be getting points. I did not notice that until after um, I had the question written. And uh, <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, 
But yeah, so both teams are getting their points. The correct answer is Ty Detmer. And I had to put in my uh, my note for clarification about offseason and practice squad. Because if you did count those even for NFL teams, Gino Toretto would have also hit 16. That's the guy I was trying to think of. That's but, the guy I was trying to think of. But one of the he, he did suit up for five, so he was on five active rosters. But one, he was only, as a matter of fact, I think it was the Minnesota Vikings. He was only an off-season um, signing. He didn't even make the practice squad. Yeah, I was so excited that they'd signed him. No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I probably was for like a second or two, but, uh, you know, it's that whole, ooh, Heisman Trophy winner back when Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks were terrible NFL quarterbacks. But that's not so much the case anymore, so... All right, well, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. The Trivia Cracklers finishes with a respectable 549 points. And we're excited that we're not going to Pittsburgh, or our clipboard captains, who will be receiving the coveted Ty Detmer Award with 761 points. Uh, surprisingly, Ty Detmer had not been used as one of our clipboard captains through hmm. 203 episodes. But he was part of the Brett Favre backup plan. Had, had Coy been used? <laughs> Did he ever play for the Penguins? by any for chance? Penguins. Steagles. <laughs> the Steagles? Should, should I tell them about the, uh, the the name that I thought of in the missing link there earlier? Walling? Yes, please do. What was it? It was uh, uh, Don... Um, Oh shoot! Oh, kids in the Dante Hall. Yeah, kids in the Dante is, Hall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which could be problematic. Let's not <laughs> try to make that a thing. All right. So just just for one more, Mason. Just we, we just remember that Ty Detmer did play in the Honolulu Blue and Silver. Yeah, yep. I, I appreciate in the it's second round we. I appreciate in the second round we were sweating trivia to the oldies. Yes. Um, I appreciate that. And Dan, since we won, you got to go shirtless, pal. I got to go shirtless, pal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make sure make sure that Scott gets to hear this, uh, the raw audio, because um, then he'll be able to. Uh, Scott will highly recommend this episode. And I would like everyone to know I am left-handed, but not Episcopalian. <laughs> Any, and do we have more anyone else want to chime in with uh i'm good i'm, yeah. good. I'm surprised matt didn't have in... a premeditated super salt does anybody break any news or any records today no but we don't know why mason has never seen the sandlot <laughs> i think we're done yeah, think <laughs> we're so. all right well with that on behalf of dan mason matt walling and myself We'd like to say thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.